Welcome to the Breakthrough Zone, where lives are transformed one breakthrough at a time. Now, here's your host, internationally recognized coach and author, John Page Burton. Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Breakthrough Zone. Excited to be here on a Wednesday morning. Uh, we have a return guest this morning, uh, Jorge Ruiz. Many of you heard our podcast about a month ago. We talked uh, extensively about uh, his background and some of the some of the uh, interesting uh, challenges that he's overcome, breakthroughs he's had on his journey and. In his professional capacity, he is a grief uh, recovery specialist with Interfaith Community Services here in Tucson. I've gotten to know him uh, better and better. We've uh, we've had breakfast together. He's been this is his second time on the show. I think he's just an all around great guy. And so I wanted to bring him back on the show today, and we're going to talk a little bit about we're going to talk about a lot of things. But I think we're going to talk a little leadership today. We're going to talk a little bit about. Uh, you know, what's going on in the world around us right now, because there's a lot of really crazy stuff happening. And I think that, you know, uh, Jorge, you're going to give us, hopefully give us kind of a, a different perspective because you're in uh, grief recovery. But I want to welcome you back to the show. Thanks for being here today again. I appreciate you. I can't thank you enough. Uh, this is exciting for me. This is a lot of fun. So thank you. Uh, and thanks uh, to LTD Media and Ereda running things here. So uh, it's just good to be here, man. And so, yeah, we don't really have a specific agenda, but life itself becomes one. And so let's discuss life. Let's see what we can come up with. Yeah, I, th I think so. And again, yeah, our shout out to LTD Media. They always do such a great job producing the show. And they we're do. They do. They have great energy. It's awesome. There's great energy down there. They do an awesome job. We appreciate we appreciate them. And but I'm going to dive right in this morning. I mean, I think top of mind, and, and I'll kind of set up for our viewers today. Today, I'm not in the studio. I'm home, and Jorge is in the studio. Yeah. So this is kind of a different twist. We're usually together, but I'm on a COVID quarantine protocol here. So we were exposed over the weekend and just, you know, just try to be be good, uh, good stewards of, uh, of the world. We are uh, quarantining at home here for the next few days, but... Uh, you know, Jorge, I can't, I can't help but, but, but think about, you know, grief, grief recovery. I know that's something that's really uh, just something that's a cornerstone of the work you do is working with people who are experiencing grief and you can't help but, but see, and I, I don't want to make this a political show this morning. That's not what I'm trying to do, but uh. I've had so many conversations over the last, uh, you know, couple of weeks with clients and, and everybody, it's 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 not just COVID. It's 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 the situation in Ukraine. It's people are really feeling pressed right now. Yeah. And then we we have something so horrendous happen in Uvalde, Texas, last week with the school massacre. And it it just seems to be that everybody out there is experiencing either they're just letting it all out or they're holding it holding it inside. And that that's what I want to address today. There are a lot of people out there, Jorge, that are that are walking around and they're trying to cause this stuff to mean nothing, but little by little, it's, it's, it's chipping away. And I, I just want to get your thoughts on that. Maybe, maybe I'm just thinking this stuff, but no, it's true. Uh, you know, the biggest deal is that right now what we have is, is a boiling point and, and uh, there's a lot of things happening, the economy, you know, prices, uh, you know, there's the political uh, things that are going on as well. We have that shooting 
um, and, and the dividing points um, uh, around that specifically, uh, Ukraine. And so if you can consider this, these are all things that, that weigh heavily on everyone. Uh, they're all considered losses. Uh, however, we, we have not been trained to, to process loss. We've been trained to just move on in spite of. And so what happens, like any pot, if you will, if it's boiling over, or if it boils until it releases the pressure, it's going to blow up. And so a lot of folks out there, um, you know, whether it's young folks or, or even uh, older folks, are dealing with desperation, with anxiety, with fear, with hopelessness. And all those things eventually turn into hate, uh, you know, because the big, the big thing is that if you do not address the pain within, then the only thing you have left to do is to blame it on other people so that you can at least have a sense of, well, it was not my fault. Uh, unfortunately, when you do that, you lose the power to change. You lose the power to, to thrive. And I'll give you a good example from the book that I work with. Um, there's a part in it and that was very difficult for me to, to, I guess, do as well or agree with. It talks about taking 1% responsibility of how, re how you react to what happens to you as it relates to loss, abuse, trauma, or whatever that is. Now, when I first read that, uh, when I was processing my losses, it threw me off a bit because it said for me to take responsibility, at least 1%, right? And, and you know, I went through some things in my life. I'm, I'm fairly open. When I was very young, I was molested. And so for me to sit there and all of a sudden take responsibility for that, that broke me and broke my heart, was difficult. But I miss one word in there, and, and the word is react. And, and that was take 1% responsibility for how you react to what happened to you. See, John, in that 1%, you have the power to change. Because whether you're a victim of, of a person, a victim of circumstance, a victim of a, an ailment, or you name it, any type of a, a victim, which we can all be in, it happens to all of us, how you react to that, it's everything. So even if, if, if uh, you know, in the grief recovery method is asking you to take that 1%, that 1% will change your life. And so when we look at all these things that are happening right now, you'll see that people will blame everything and everybody. Unfortunately, one of the things that is not yet mainstream and, and they, for some reason, do not allow it to be, is the idea that we go to the gym, we eat good, uh, we try to do the best we can by our bodies, but when it comes to our minds, the way we think, and our emotions, we completely ignore them. Um, and that is the big problem. Um, there's a debate whether there was guns or the people uh, that are shooting them guns to kill the people. The reality is, is that it's everything and everybody. It's, it's a combination of both. Um, you know, you must address everything, but they, they seem to be hell-bent on dividing. And so you got the group with the guns. You have the group that are saying we need mental health. And my answer to that is yes, we need both. We need both. Uh, and we, first of all, need to, uh, you know, get together and figure it out. Uh, but so I'm going to ask you a question right there. Sure. So what, what, what is holding us back from coming together and looking for solutions? So I'll give you an example. So sure. in my neighborhood, the the issue of the month here right now is parking right so mm -hmm. the ccnrs the hoas driving around their little hoa vehicle and they're writing people up for parking on the street and apparently 
you know, we have, you know, an amendment or we have a statute in our, in our uh, CCNRs that says that you can't park a vehicle on the street. They must be in your driveway. Sure. So I happen to like that myself because I just think it looks cleaner. However, we have a lot of people because we're a single family or a, yeah, single family neighborhood sure. that have kids and they have teenagers or they have college kids that still live at home and drive and stuff. And so I'm seeing this on this issue here and I'm actually going to host a community forum Monday night via Zoom mm -hmm. to try to, to bring some solutions to, to, together because even on something that seemingly simple yeah. 50% of the community thinks that the car should be towed yesterday mm -hmm. the other 50% think that you know it, they shouldn't be that people should be allowed to do that this is kind of where we're at right yeah. now in our country yeah. we cannot agree on anything why do you think that is well it's very difficult i mean if you consider uh, for how many years uh, have they told us if you like the Dallas Cowboys, uh, then you must hate the Redskins. If you drive a Dodge, then Ford sucks. And let's go down the line. Let's go ASU, down the line. Awful, awful. Those ASU people are awful. <laughs> yeah, so U of A is the only way is the U of A. Indeed. So we're almost, uh, we're, we're almost programmed to be one or the other. <laughs> yeah, my daughter's actually starting the, uh, at the U of A next year. So I'm there with you. But there's a really good chance that uh, ASU has wonderful, amazing folks too, right? Um, and, and so um, uh, there's no, uh, I guess grace, John, is, is the way to go. One of the things that's happened is that, you know, uh, we tend to look at everyone, uh, uh, I guess, uh, following what they believe exactly, whether they're Democrats or conservatives. Or We start there, the team they might be wearing, uh, and then we group people before we, we get to meet them individually, you know? Um, we label them. 100%. And that's everyone. Uh, that's what we do. And, and so the idea yeah. that, that, uh, that we cannot have uh, a dinner or lunch with someone that is complete opposite from us as it relates to the ways of thinking, that's silly because if, if there's anything we need to do more than any other time is to uh, meet each other and, and, and talk and, and have those difficult conversations. Uh, I think I shared this with you. I, I, I'm friends with a group of guys all the way back to high school. Uh, yeah. we, we have a group. We call ourselves the uh, the um, No Hard Feelings NHF uh, because we are all very different as it relates to how we believe. Uh, we have uh, conservatives, liberals, ultra liberals, in the middle, uh, agnostics, Christians, as myself. Um, and man, we throw it down hard uh, on each other. But the, but the bottom line is this: uh, most folks think that love is an emotion, and it can be. It can be an emotion, but ultimately, love is actually a choice of commitment, meaning that you've decided uh, that that group of folks, now sometimes you're born in the family, in marriage, you go before a group of people and you say, I will love this person till death do us part. Now, that is a choice, okay? And so walking in love and walking in, 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 in hope, it, it means to do it even when it's hard to do it and it's when it's difficult to do it. So this group of guys and I, I mean, John, they tear me up, man, you know, and, and I, I throw some punches back. And, but at the end sure. of the day, um, I often learn a lot from them. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we sit back and we laugh and we remember back in the days high school and, and we, we remember our commonalities. We love our mm -hmm. families. We, we care for, for what we're doing as individuals. But do we have these heated um, 
conversations, yes. Has there been a time when a couple of the guys have said, I've had enough of this, this is, I'm done with it, you, you know, and then, you know, a week later, <laughs> they're back on again. Uh, in family, we don't have a choice but to love. And what do I mean by that? You just can't have a, an argument with your mom or dad or sister and then say, you know what, I'm done with you. I'm getting a whole new family. Now, right, right. At times, yeah, at times it's necessary <laughs> to do that, and I've worked with foster youth, so I can speak on that. At times, uh, it's better if you, you know, certain family is not healthy, and so it's better for you to perhaps find a new way. However, for the most part, uh, when you love family, it doesn't mean that you like them a thousand percent of the time. Sometimes you have rough, rough, rough times, um, and I learned that, you know, when I when I first had my my, my kids. My two girls, I, you don't realize how much you love a person until you you have to get up at two, three in the morning. And my wife did most of it. And if she listens to this, she'll she'll tell me that I, that I'm lying. But uh, I did tend to them, and and uh, you do it not because it's great to do and it's exciting and fun. It's because you're choosing love in spite of how difficult it is. So what you got right now, John, going back to your question. You have a world that through current events, media, uh, people out there that can't seem, people on the spotlight, by the way, that can't seem to put two people together of opposing views to just chat. So what they've created is an atmosphere of, of fear, hopelessness, and hate. And it's just destroying everything. Our kids, uh, you know, they, they are seeing us act in that same way. And so my answer to it is always going to be faith, hope, and love, which is a complete opposite uh, of, of the other three I mentioned to you. But it takes choice, man. Um, and and like, like, you know, I was thinking about what you're talking about with, uh, with the parking, right? And, and I have it's me, my, my wife, of course, and my two girls. My, my daughter's now driving. My mom lives with us as well. And so you guys would probably get me arrested because I have uh, I have. I made it so that we have three vehicles and one in the garage, and believe it or not, they all fit. However, nice. at times, at times, you know, we, we park outside because we're running and gunning or someone needs to get out of the garage. So, uh, but my neighbors, and I live in Sawarita, I do see that a lot. Um, but I personally tend to kind of understand, well, you know, that's, that's the design of their home. Um, and mm -hmm. so, but I can see your dilemmas like, man, how do you, 50-50, right? Do we take but it's a vehicles? metaphor, right? So it, yeah. it's a metaphor for for other things. Like one of the one of the things that I couldn't help but notice as this debate raged on Facebook, right, in our community page, mm -hmm. how many people just immediately just went to attack, make people wrong. <laughs> you yeah. should have read this. You yeah. should have done that. You should have, and they're shooting all yeah. over themselves, right? Yeah, and how. It's, it's just this little parking mm -hmm. dispute in our neighborhood is symbolic of this bigger 100%. world that we're in where everybody's pointing fingers of who should have done what, where yeah. and when. We all have an opinion on how kids could have been in a classroom for an hour mm -hmm. with an active shooter. We all yeah. have opinions on that, and yet they're just that. But what happens is if my opinion differs with your opinion, 100%. I run the risk of you then going back to what you talked about is all of a sudden I'm labeled as this. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm a homophobe. I'm a something phobe. I'm, yes, you know, yeah. you, 
you're a threat to me, therefore I must annihilate you. And so we have all these keyboard warriors and bullies and, <laughs> yeah, we do. and, it, and it's, it's, it's so symbolic of the world around us. Yeah. I mean, with the breakthroughs on here, we're usually, you know, inspirational, sure. you know, stories and, and people, we had a gal last week to climb Mount Kilimanjaro yeah, after great, losing two or three uh, pounds. What a great story. What right? is her last name? Uh, 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 Morgan, was it? Or Bridges Wages. Brid yes. yes. Oh, yeah. She's a Bridges. But we talked about that and we started yeah. the show how she and I were on opposing yeah, that was great. sides of an issue mm -hmm. and yet we came together. And, and, I, and I think that, you know, I'm not sure how we do this. I guess, it, you know, we just do it one person at a time, 100%. you know, love, hope, yep, and faith, yep, one it. person at a time. That's it. But it's trying to bring people together. And I think that's kind of where I'm at in my life now is like, I want to bring people together for solutions. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but God, it just seems like it's very difficult. You know, it's to, very, very difficult. To me, it's, it's, uh, it's a choice, right? And, and uh, I am, I am, so, so one of the things, and I got to go back to, to the word of God, because that's, that's honestly where I get most of who I am, uh, you know, if not all of it. And, not, not, and I said in a humble way, I'm nowhere near where I need to be. But I can tell you that grace, grace means a merited favor, you know. And, and the idea is that we, we, we often are okay with receiving grace. We love it. But when it comes to us giving it away to other people, we don't, you know, we don't do right. that. And, uh, yeah. and you said it is one relationship at a time, one contact at a time. Um, it's unfortunate to me. And, and, and people, uh, when, when it comes to politics uh, and when it comes to even, I guess, the media and things like that, uh, the best thing anyone on media can do is provide uh, folks of all ways of thinking a, a platform for them to, to chat and, and to have other folks here and perhaps uh, disagree, but disagree and, and, and be honorable of each other. What, what seems difficult to me is that whether it's political at times uh, or whether it's the media, I'll give you a very little ex example of, of this, this craziness that people have that they can't talk about. Okay, so recently there was a, a I, I'm not sure if it was Grammys or something, but Chris Rock said something about Will Smith's wife uh, it seemed that he laughed a bit, but then he saw her reaction, and so he went up and slapped him. Um, well, all of a sudden, immediately, well, I am Team Rock, and I'm Team Will Smith. Exactly. It's like, come on, man. You know, actually, I think that they both probably could have handled it a little bit better. You know, what's a better right. way they could have both handled that? Uh, but no, you either believe this or believe that guy. And if you're with the other guy, then you're horrible. I'm like, no, uh, why do we have to not have that conversation from a perspective of perhaps they both kind of messed up, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, from what I understand, you know, it's, it's, it's important for us to do that. There's, there's obviously emotional intelligence lacking there. There's perhaps some mental health situations that we could address. And, and, and why not have them both come together, apologize to each other, and speak of a better way of, of certain behaviors, right? No, they're not going to do that. And what are the what's the media going to do? Well, they're going to go with one or the other, and then form teams. They're going to pit them. Yeah. they're going to pit them against 100%. each other because that's what they do. Yeah, and then they'll and then one thing that's real big right now is if you don't say something that that everyone agrees with, uh, especially folks in power of media, they cancel you. Now, here's the interesting thing about it, right? 
for many years, including my, my, my friends at the NHF, they, they go after Christians because we're supposed to be judgmental and we just come down on people and we judge people. If Christianity is done right, it's, it starts with grace. Um, we are not allowed to cancel anyone. Jesus said, love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you. Mm. That means that you really can't say, but Jesus, you know, this guy or this girl or they, what? No, you can't do that. He said, love, because it's love is a choice, right? And so what happens? Uh, cancellation has no grace whatsoever. You can build this career and make, make a wrong comment or not agree with that specific powerful people or platform. And all of a sudden, they crush you, man. And they, they're bloodthirsty. They go after you in every way possible. And one of the things that we've learned as a society is if we live by the likes, we live by the people. So if we live by the people, we're going to die by them as well. Meaning that if they don't have a good uh, way of thinking about us, uh, or, or they don't give us them likes, we're screwed. And so, so yeah. to me, it's, it's, it's sad because there are a bunch of uh, uh, talented folks out there, but what they're all looking for is attention, relationship, right? Um, and and uh, they're being canceled because they, they do not agree with a specific way of thinking. Uh, well, it seems like people are being canceled because other people don't want to accept any kind of accountability, any kind of responsibility. In other words, um, rather than admit that I could be wrong mm -hmm. um, and be open to another point of view, I'm just going to stand my ground. And the best way to do that is to completely wipe you out. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest things I've seen, and I see this a lot, is that we're, we're becoming less and less accountable as a society top down, sure. right? Sure. So what was it about the way that we were raised growing up that we were accountable? If I broke the window, I owned it. I broke a lot of windows. I threw a lot of rocks, right? Yeah. But I owned them and I mowed lawns to pay for new glass. And we did all those things, right? Sure. Yep. Because we were brought up to be accountable. Now it almost seems like, and I'm not saying this is every family, sure. but it seems like everybody's always blaming, well, my kid would do better in school if the teachers were better teachers sure. or you know, if only my politicians would be more mm -hmm. effective, then I could have a better quality of life. And it seems like little by little, we've just kind of chipped away to where everybody's running around looking for a leader mm -hmm. and there isn't one to be found. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah. Well, no servant leaders. There's a bunch of leaders, no servant leaders, though. And those leaders that, that are willing to yeah. kind of put themselves on the line. First, I've been blessed. Uh, I'm working here at, at Interfaith Community Services, and Tom McKinney is, is our leader there, and he's an amazing servant leader. You know, he's in the middle of this thing. Before, but he's a servant leader. He's not yeah. a leader by title. No, people don't a, follow titles; they follow yeah. people. And he gets involved, and he's, he's he's all over the place with us, and, and and working in us and through us. He's just, you know, we follow the vision because we understand that he is empowering us, and and he's a, uh, I mean, through the pandemic, ICS grew. We hired over 20 people, and it's because of the leadership we have, not only him, but all the folks that work with him. We have an awesome, awesome team, and, and even before that, uh, Daniel Stosfis was at ICS, and he's a good buddy of mine as well. These are folks that uh, um, you can say that, you know, for example, I, I think uh, ICS is a, is, a, is a good example. We have 120 churches that we partnered with. Uh, perhaps they're different denominations to a degree, different beliefs, but the common denominator became how can we serve? How can we help somebody? 
How can we put things aside or even work together to help? And uh, that that is essential. And right now that there's uh, everything around us, especially when it when it comes to media, is dividing. It's dividing. But we've yeah. got to take responsibility. And I love what you said because they may be trying to do this or doing it on accident or, or on, on the way that, that they believe, which is fine. But we can't just blame them. At some point, we got to yeah. look in the mirror and say, well, then I'm not going to play that game, right? I'm not going to, I'm going to get to know folks of all walks before I decide if, if uh, oh, well, you know, they're wearing that shirt or they're wearing that hat or, uh, I don't know, they, they, they have that sticker on their vehicle. Uh, now I'm going to judge them. Now, it's, it's natural for folks to lean and do that. But something happens when you approach anyone and you say, hello, how's it going? My name is Jorge. You know, tell me a little bit about yourself. All of a sudden, immediately, whatever judgment you have at some point starts kind of fading away and you start realizing that you're, you're standing across another person. Uh, you know, the yeah. fact, you know yeah. and, and so right now what you have is, is everyone is, is like a boiling pot walking around. So whether it's a parking thing or, uh, or anything, folks are ready to fight, man. You know, um, I mean, something as simple as wearing a mask or not wearing a mask right down the middle. I, I've sure. seen it, it in my local Safeway. I've seen people coming, pretty much coming to blows in the checkout line mm -hmm. over a mask. I stand back as the observer and watch this and just shake my head and go, wow. Yeah. And you, <laughs> we're combusting. Now, are you talking right? about we're like, not, like we're not, the other thing is we're not like a wrestling thinking. mask, like Nacho Libre type mask? Is that what you're talking about? Cause, yeah. Because if I was at the store wearing a Nacho Libre hat, I would expect the fight to happen. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah, but I, you're but talking about a mask. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it, yeah. this is the craziest thing. So what has happened to where I, I really believe that I've always liked to think that I'm a, I'm a critical thinker, right? Sure. That I like to take in different perspectives mm -hmm. and, and, and do that. And I've been doing this as I've navigated kind of through my community uh, car, car thing here. Mm -hmm. But I like to do that. I like to listen to different political candidates i like to listen to different news outlets and i you know and the first thing you know a lot of people understand for those that don't i mean all media is biased all media 100%. has an agenda mm -hmm. you know cnn has an agenda channel four here in tucson has a different agenda than channel nine i mean they're all they're all going to push their agenda on mm -hmm. us and it's so important that as parents, even we, we teach our children to become critical thinkers. I think that's, that's missing. We we're taking so much at face value yeah. and it's not, uh, you know, it's Man. not working. This experiment's not going well. <laughs> you know, and now they're trying to do this thing where they have a metaverse, metaverse right now. We, right. This, this I heard is, about that place. This, this simulation that we live in right now. It's beautiful and amazing, and there's things you can build with your hands and, and ways of thinking and, and, and love and care for people. And they're trying to take that and say, look, if you come into our metaverse, you'll be able to love people and build stuff. <laughs> you know, and so then, right. so then you become almost, uh, you know, I'm, I, I love The Matrix, man. And, and uh, The Matrix essentially is a movie about making humans batteries, you know, batteries, yeah. energy. Right. Um, it seems to me that whether it's the people in power right now, uh, you know, media, metaverse, all these things, 
That's what they're doing. Because, you know, if I plug in and I sit here and all I do is go into this metaverse right now, obviously, I'm, I'm they're taking my time, which is the most important currency I have. I mean, money you make, you lose, you make some more. Time you lose and it's done. It's, it's a done it's deal. over. So, but I'm there and I'm providing them with time. I'm providing them, obviously, with funding money now because of my time that's being spent there, right? And so we now we go into this metaverse, create relationships there, but our but this body, this this soul becomes a shell, because yeah, you know outside yeah. of that place, what am I right? And so, what you have right now is just so many things going on that are disempowering. You know, whether it's you mm-hmm. empowering yourself by not blaming everything and everybody for your situation, uh, yeah, or you literally disempowering yourself. You go into a, yeah. a system an IT and a technical a computer system and you sit there, you know, where you could be out meeting folks in person. I've always told people that if we had only local media, local media that we all kind of watched and, and man, you know, um, it reminds me of what you said with April uh, when she had to move stuff out of her, out of her warehouse or something like that. And you said, you know, if we would have said something, uh, all the folks that were in that, that training you did uh, would have, immediately jumped on it i think when you have local media that is literally just giving the people a platform you know it could be and that's how we watch now obviously that's not going to happen but if something happened in south tucson or north tucson or anywhere and the people of tucson were aware of this thing with all the the professionals in different areas and understanding and they would maybe tackle it they maybe go you know what we got to do something about that how can we help you know what can we do what are uh, because every solution is going to have a variety of viewpoints. It, it's not always going to be what one person says. So you need people. It's when we start to, to, to take go back to something I said earlier. It's when we have to make somebody else wrong yeah. for not agreeing with us. That's the problem. Yeah, and and that seems to be so prevalent. Everywhere. And, and, and it's interesting because you can't have conversations around it. I'll give you a good example. <laughs> so uh, I'm at ICS. I, I, we, we give away food at El, what is it, El Pueblo Center in Irvington or, or Nogales in Irvington, you know. And uh, so I'm out there. I do traffic, and we're talking craziness. I mean, we served uh, 307 families and about 1,070 individuals last time we did it. But in the middle of this COVID thing, we, you know, I was blessed, and, and we were blessed as an agency to continue to serve people, even in spite of, of quarantine and things like that. We, we know folks needed the help, so we were out there. So I'm out there one morning, and uh, I'm running traffic, right? And, and so I, I send my boys a picture of me, uh, and we grew up in the south side of Tucson, of course, and so I'm, I'm just kind of letting them know, hey, here, you know, handing out food, man, it's a good day. And so I sent a picture with that text. Well, a few of the guys on the text the very first question was, where's your mask? <laughs> and I'm like, what? Right? I'm out there by myself <laughs> directing traffic. <laughs> it just so happens that, that, oh. that let's have a conversation. If I'm out here directing traffic, people are in their cars, and I'm just kind of, you know, waving my arms and stopping. And uh, outside, there's a really good chance that probably don't need a mask. But let's forget about that. Let's just make sure we tell you you're not wearing a mask. And let's forget about the fact that you're out there serving folks and feeding folks. That, right, didn't, that, didn't, that didn't even make the discussion. 
you know i'm gonna get you for what you're doing wrong <laughs> and so to not me what you're doing right yeah man and so and so when you look at life right now uh it, everything is created uh and by those who have a spotlight uh to just yeah. uh, you know uh, i remember and i watched this junk some kind of a freak right do you remember the toilet paper issue yes very well yeah yeah yeah. That's crazy to me. In a matter of seconds, the whole world was panicked because there was no toilet paper, really. And then I saw this other thing happen. Um, all of a sudden, you had the Popeye's chicken sandwich, right? The yeah. spicy one, of course. And then you had yeah. Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich. And it's almost oh, yeah. like, this is a, a little while ago. And it seemed like there was two camps. What if they're actually both good? No, that, that's not the case. Yeah. What started happening? People were literally fighting over this, and there was a yeah. few videos online of people at Popeyes throwing it down over some food, and so over to, a chicken sandwich. Yes, man. And to me, that's like, well, um, <laughs> is that an accident, or are we literally being almost programmed to 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 not like each other? You know, uh, I think we're being walked into that because we're. If you really think about the complete audacity of um chicken sandwich wars okay i i'm still trying <laughs> they are, to get they are delicious the, they're very tasty and crunchy and i mean i think personally i would probably go with the i would go with the popeyes because i like that oh, spicy come on, i man. like the crispy i'm kind done of with deal. this podcast get me out of here folks this guy but see there you go you're <laughs> skin man you're pro i'll eat everything because mm -hmm. why are you pro Chick Fil A? I like them both, in all honesty. And you know what this, what it's going to be like. And and I'll, and I'll this applies <laughs> to us personally. You can go to a restaurant, every restaurant, any restaurant you want. You you have one bad experience in that restaurant out of the yeah. hundred times you've been there, and you'll probably never go back. We tend to do yeah, that right. with interactions of yes. self with us. We can do all yes, these things yes, great. Yes. We do something wrong, and we're going to sit on that wrong thing for a month or two. And the same goes with people. We have interactions with people. They may have having a bad day that day, or they didn't say what they, uh, you know, what they meant, or they're just having a bad day. Well, we base our whole relationship now out of that one interaction we had. But when it comes to the chicken sandwich, I like them both, man. And so, if you want to have the next podcast at Popeyes or or Chick Fil A, we could do that because I, I I'm like you. I mean, it, especially like right now, talk about this. I don't care which one gets delivered to the desk here. <laughs> I'll eat it, right? Just bring ketchup and I'm good to go. Right. So I want to switch gears. So so uh, so you're going to be starting a podcast here on the LTD network as it's, well. It's coming up. We'll see. We'll see. We're, we're talking about it. We'll, we'll hopefully talk about it a little bit more. You're in the negotiation stages, yes, right? Yes. You know, they offered me almost as much as Joe Rogan. Um but I'm yeah. not satisfied yet. You know, I, I got to beat that guy up a little bit. So we're, we're working on it. Nadeida so is, what's your podcast? Well, what's it going to be about? What do, what's your focus? My focus is, is, is to reach out to Spanish-speaking folks out here, uh, you know, in Arizona and perhaps even, you know, abroad everywhere. Um, you know, I have a, a good buddy of mine. His name is Ronald Wilson. He's a judge. He'll be on, on your show eventually. Yes, yes, But yes. he has this idea, this concept of mentorship, and, and he talks about how, you know, it's just not people that are – uber successful that have accomplished amazing things in life that can mentor if there's someone that that has a, a specific foundation and and, and caring and, and and some wisdom they can do any type of job 
and they are perhaps even better mentors than most people think. And so with me is, is that there's a lot of folks out here that, uh, that speak Spanish only, that have amazing businesses. And um, I want to reach out to them. I want to see what they did different, how they thought different, that they were able to, to, to capture their dreams and goals, and now they're doing very well. Um, I want to do it in Spanish. I, I'm, I'm wanting to call it, and I still got to talk to the team here, uh, enfoque. Enfoque is a word that means focus in Spanish. Uh, or in English, rather, and I created an acronym for, for, the, for the word focus. And in my case, the acronym is Faith Overcomes Challenges and Unleashes Success. You know, in, mm -hmm. my, in my case, in my focus, what or got me focused is my faith in Messiah and the understanding and, and the, thing, the, the principles in the Bible, okay? So what I'm going to do, John, is when I get folks here is, is do what you do. Uh, talk to them about life, and at some point, I'm gonna be. There's gonna be an enfoque or a focus point. So mm -hmm. what I want to do is, I'm gonna take the focus acronym, and now I'm gonna make them into questions. So for example, the first would be faith. You know, in, in my case, is faith. In my case, is King Jesus. But to other folks, it might be that one book they read. It might be that they mm -hmm. spoke to John Burton. It might be that. Uh, they had a crazy thing happen to them, whether it's Muslim or, or, or Buddhist. It doesn't matter to me. What was your point that was um, of awakening? And, and what is it? A mentor, perhaps, or your mom, your dad, whatever it is. So that's faith, right? And then uh, faith overcomes. What are some things that you've had to overcome, whether it's personal, within yourself, your body, or, or things you've had to overcome in life in general, you know, the, the neighborhood or, or what challenges, right? So faith overcomes challenges. And the next question would be for challenges is the idea that there are no failures, John. And this is something that I've had to uh, fight because the fear of failure has been strong in me for many years. But there is no such thing as failure because if anything that you don't accomplish teaches you something, then that means it's a lesson, right? It's progress. Yeah, it's something that's happening that is not negative. And so I will ask my folks, you know, out of the challenges of life, it is said that we learn the most. What are some challenges you've had that have taught you some lessons? And, and, and what are those lessons? Uh, and then, oh, uh, uh, focus to see faith overcomes challenge, unleashes success. When did they feel they were unleashed? When were they finally awake to themselves, who they truly were? Uh, and so they'll tell me that. And then the final, the final question is success. Now, I believe that success is like beauty, you know, in the eye of the beholder. We all have uh, what we consider to be success, whether it's monetarily or relationships or whatever. And so um, I want to ask folks, what is success to you? What does success look like to you? And so the whole, the whole idea is, is to empower, empower my Spanish-speaking people. out. There's some amazing folks that I've met. Uh, one of the guys that I want to have here, and I haven't talked to him in a little bit, but uh, you may have heard of Huero Canelo. He sells hot dogs and... and uh, my all-time favorite. Yeah, and so he's a good buddy of mine, and, and he would definitely be probably my first guest um, if, we, if we get this done, of course. And uh, I just want folks to know where he came from, what he, what he went through. Talk about breakthroughs when he was young, when he was a kid. And, uh, but we'll leave that story for him to tell. But my idea is that if you're giving folks a hand up, it's fine. It's a beautiful thing. However, if you're not empowering them also, you're, right. only, you're only meeting them halfway. You know, I, 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 it's important. ICS, 
as an agency, we, we love to come in and do what we need to do and then invite you to join us. And we've been extremely successful. I got to give a shout out to all our volunteers. We're just amazing, amazing folks. Um, but we exist because of, of people choosing love for thy neighbor, you know, in spite of sure, here, what do they sure. think? What do they know? What do they believe? It doesn't matter. Are they hungry? We got food. Let's give them some food. Um, and so, so I want to do that for Spanish speaking folks. Um, because I think they, 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 uh, they bring a lot to the table, but, but it's not being pulled out of them, you know? And I also, so wanna, what do you think, you know, what do you think is, what do you think is, is when you say it's, it's not being pulled out of them, what do you think is the, is a barrier to that? You know, I don't know. And, and, and I could totally be wrong and I hope I don't get canceled. If I do get canceled, it was great. It was great being here with you all. This was a lot of fun, but <laughs> perhaps it's just not being, um, people are not going after it, uh, you know, harder, yeah. harder, uh, paying attention to it. Like, for example, I'll give you a, a very, very good example. There's a, a gentleman and I would eventually perhaps talk to him about being here. The culture is different. You know, uh, at times we, we have a hard time, you know, connecting and, and being uh, building an emotional bridges, if you will. But, uh, you know, I, I will work on that as well. But this gentleman, his name is Fernando Camacho. He has a, a, a tortilleria, not a tortilleria, carniceria, which is a meat market on the south side of Tucson. All right. Now, I went and visited his place because he lives in my neighborhood. This man is tremendously successful. I mean, he was uh, when I, I when I was there, he was mailing um, food to Hawaii. He's international. He said mails beef all over the place across on Sixth Street. On the, uh, he has a I, I'm not sure what to call it. Maybe a dispensary. Well, I'm not sure, but he has a kitchen, a massive kitchen, of which um, 35 different uh, food trucks prepare their food there. That's that's what he does. They, wow. Okay. So wow. So I was talking to him. And, and, uh, and I was just in awe because at one point, all those things that he now walks in were faith, meaning that he saw them before they were there. We need to live that way, right? And so he says, he says, Jorge, you know, I used to sell tacos many years ago. And he says, and I used to pass by Saguarita, you know, in our neighborhood, mind you, where we live now. And he yeah. says, and I used to tell myself, one day I'm going to live in there. One day I'm going to live in there, right? So now Fernando lives right across from, from you know, my, my, uh, my street there. And, and, and so I think Spanish-speaking folks need to hear that, need to hear that, that it doesn't matter where you're coming from. If you've got faith in a dream, watch out, you know? Yeah, this is, this is a thing. It's, it's like, so success is, I, I think we're foolish if, if, if we think for a minute that there aren't, intentional barriers that are put in the way. Sure. I think there are ident uh, intentional barriers put in the way for women in the workforce. 100%. Even harder for women of color in the workforce. So there are these, but, but we can agree that the person who just continues to persevere and break through and break through and break through eventually sure. can't be denied. And so it's it. giving people permission mm -hmm to just go for it and be okay with that and understand in that it's, of, in spite of, in see spite the of everything that's yeah. against you, everything that's working against you, and right now, you can be successful. You know, right now, um, as it relates to, to um, and again, I might get canceled. You're awesome. Um, 
okay, as it relates to systemic racism and things of that nature. Is it here? Yes. Has it been here forever? Right? Yes. And are, absolutely. We, find, are we aware more than any other time in history? Is everyone who was even asleep to it, are they awake now? 100%. And that is awesome. There's an opportunity there to change things and team up and do something about this. However, we cannot <clears throat> make victims out of this. We have to make victors. We have to help empower people. Amen. So what, do I, what do I mean by that? You know, and I'm looking at, at, uh, at uh, Nereida here, and I, and I know a little bit about her story. And if there was anyone that has had to tr fight and have grit, and, and she was told no several times, but is still now here running the show, it's her. So, so what's the point? Well, when you go to the gym, right, there's a specific mindset you go into the gym with. So if you're thinking you're going to get, you know, bigger arms or, or a chest by lifting five pounds, all right, if you're about five or six, yeah, you're going to be all right. But the pressure, you know, the, the, what's the, the things that are going against you negatively is, is what's making you stronger. We mm -hmm. have an opportunity now to say, all right, these things have happened. Partner with us now to change the way we do things. However, man, it, it scares me, John, because we've, we're flipping the pendulum or, or, or uh, we're blaming people for what happened. But, but that's not going to do nothing. We, have, we, right. we, we all see it. And we have to give a lot of a lot of credit to the people that have in the women and the folks of color that in spite of all these horrible things, they've succeeded and they've brought about this change. So I think we need to learn from them specifically, like. What were you thinking, man? H how were you able to break through this? Because hard yeah. times are going to come all the time and so I'm, oh, I'm, we're we're going into winter yeah. i mean it's every science says we're about to go into a winter period yeah you know? and until we have a way of thinking that that we take one percent responsibility for for and i think of all the greats you know african-american especially when it comes to sports the first uh, the first baseball player uh what, what was his name um that was uh, jackie robinson yeah yeah, yeah. The, what he went through right but but he did it and so my, my thing would be, okay, man, yeah, the world's racist, bunch of ignorant folks. They don't even realize that it takes all these ingredients to make a, a wonderful uh, plate, if you will, I'm kind of a foodie, right? And so it takes all of us of all colors and walks and backgrounds and to enjoy life, to, to have it be beautiful. So I would sit down with him and completely ignore to a degree uh, the, the people themselves, because I feel that they're just ignorant, they're hurt. Who knows what's going on with them individually? But I would ask him, I'm like, how do you do it, man, in spite of all these challenges? You know, where do you find your resiliency? Who's your supporter? Right. Are, you, are yeah. you envisioning yourself at a world uh, uh, you know, series? Uh, what drives you as an individual? Because in spite of whatever race or, or wherever you come from, you, you know, what, I'm a big fan of, of Victor Frankl. I don't, you know, we've talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Certainly. And he has a, a quote that I think he got from Nietzsche, though. But he has a quote in this book called A Man's Search for Meaning. And the quote is, uh, to live, and, and by the way, I heard this quote. You guys may have all heard of this very famous philosopher. goes by the name of DMX. Anyone hear DMX before? All right. So <laughs> DMX had a song. And, and at the beginning of the song, he would say, to live is to suffer. To survive is to find meaning in the suffering. Well, right. that wow. that came from Nietzsche, 
right? And so uh, Victor Frankl uses that. And the reality is exactly that. Now, some of us may suffer more than others, and, and unfortunately, we're going to start measuring those, those suffering scars, if you will. Oh, you suffered. You, you went through that. Oh, well, look at what I went through. Right. We shouldn't do that. We should honor each other in that place, but also say, well, what can we, how can we overcome this? Well, he overcame. How did he do it? She, over, she overcame. How did she do it? I am willing to bet, right, that a lot of folks that have gone through a lot of shit through are now the most, some of the most powerful people you'll ever meet, right? Yeah, because you, you can't, your character is formed in the trenches. Your character's not formed when everything's going well. Sure. I mean, I guess it can be, but I mean, it's like the way I look at it. If, if you're, you take money, for example, if, if you're an asshole, now you're just an asshole with money. And <laughs> yeah. right. So, yeah, yeah. so if you're a good person who happens to make a lot of money, you're still a good person with a lot of money. Right. Sure. So, but our character is formed in the trenches. Sure. It's not, it's through adversity, failure, um, that our challenges, sure. that's where our characters formed. I mean, look at people who have had near death experiences, right? Yeah. Yeah. They have an entirely different things. Don't bother them. You see people and, and I know a couple of these people, right. And I say, gosh, you just, everything just kind of rolls off you. And they say, well, you know, when I was sitting there, you know, clinically flatlined twice on the table, I guess I came out of it with a yeah. different perspective, right? So, 100%. so we have to teach people that it's, you have to put yourself in the game sure. so that you can take the, to take the hits, get the bruises, yeah. get the scars, because that's what it's empowered. those lessons indeed, that indeed. develop your character and your leadership. And I, and I got to say this, John, uh, as it relates to folks of color, whether it's Hispanic, black, or anyone, um, the folks, you know, Jewish folks or uh, folks um, that are dealing with, with gender issues and things like that. Um, I got to tell you, I, I don't know exactly what you're going through. And, and, I, and, I, and I wish that things were better for you from the get-go, from the very beginning. And I have no idea, uh, as you have no idea, what I've navigated through. Yes. Um, but the bottom line is this. You can do it. You can do it. You can yes. figure out a way. To, to, to have faith in yourself, have faith in God if that's the case, believe differently in spite of difficulty rising, you know? And, and that's the thing with me is that don't, don't, you know, coming up, I didn't speak English, so I was in high school uh, maybe a little bit later, and then I got used to people feeling sorry for me and helping me out, and, and that damaged me quite a bit, man. I, you know, I, I needed empowerment. I needed people to believe in me. Uh, yeah. and, and in spite of, I mean, did I go through some stuff? Yeah, man. Yeah, of course I did. Was there uh, interactions that I had with, uh, the, you know, a bunch of different types of folks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the key is, is, is uh, again, I, I don't want to minimize what folks have navigated through because some have had horrible situations happen. Um, and so I have, I have no idea. And, and, and in that place, I tell you that, that uh, um, man, I, I can't even fathom uh, some things that, that you've navigated through. But the idea is that if you're here, um, then, then, then your story, no matter what it is, can become a testimony, and it will be up to you. Uh, the idea that, that in spite of what you're navigating through, you get to still decide how you're going to feel about it. Um, yeah. I think more than any other time, well, folks really need is empowerment. They need support. 
um, and they need to work together you know, in spite of the differences. And there's so much beauty in differences. I mean, I, I don't know how folks get, uh, you know, now it's normal. I mean, if you, don't, if you don't know my culture, right, and your culture is different, but well, you know, when we're sitting down together and getting to know each other at some point, we might, you might say something that maybe offends me or I might say something that maybe offends you because sure. we're, we're ignorant to a degree. We are two different folks from two different cultures. However, if we have grace, John, then we'll be like, oh, man, yeah, that's crazy. Well, you know, maybe maybe you shouldn't say that. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't, you know, I, I come from a different. And then at some but point. But that's how we learn. That's, exactly. that's the key of learning. And you exactly. can't learn and yeah. you can't yeah, yeah, grace. know another person if you're hiding behind stereotypes in the sure. closet. You've got to go out and meet people. Yes. And you've got to meet them where they are. And that's the beauty of this process. It is. And it's unfortunately what's lacking. Um and the folks in power of all sides, the folks that have the uh, the spotlight, can't seem to find two people of complete opposite point of views and say, okay, folks, now we want you to watch these two folks get along. Look at how they right. do it. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they keep just <laughs> dividing us, man. It's insane. Right, right. Uh, but if we sat around with uh, with uh, I was talking to a, a, a person earlier, and they, they do a bit of politics, and uh, they were telling me about an interaction where they were having a debate, and and uh, so this you know this person presented their point. The other side came out swinging and just talking about them in a very uh -huh. harsh way. When they were yeah. done with the debate, this other person went and told the person they were just talking about, "Oh, sorry about that. Nothing personal." <laughs> you know, but <laughs> it was essentially playing politics, right? And I'm kind of, right. I'm going to make you look yeah. like poop so that I can win. So I can win, right? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work. Oh, it's man. not going to work. This is not a winning formula. So, no, man, so I know not. we're coming on time here, yes, but I, 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 I think we can agree that um, there's a lot of room for growth yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of room for learning to be better communicators. There's a lot of room to realize that when we say I can't do something, the message is really, this is something I must do. Yeah. And that's something I was thinking about yesterday. Whenever you say I can't do something, you need to turn that around and this is something I must do. Yeah. And I think that we can, we can come together. We're not going to change the world. We're not going to change politicians. We're not going nope. to... What we need to do is we need to be focused on, are we going to go out today? Is this interview going to impact one person? If it impacts one person, we did our job. Oh, if it great. impacts yeah. 10, it was a bonus, right? But we can only be responsible for ourselves at the end of the day. So how are we going to carry ourselves? How are we going to relate to others? How are we going to be in relationship with the world? That's what matters, right? It is. And it's important for us to know, uh, first and foremost, we all fall short. I mean, I don't have every, every day, day. It's a good day for me. Um, sometimes I have to have these conversations with myself and, and, yes. and convince myself of, of staying positive and, and be full of grace for people, man. Because people, uh, you know, I'll, I'll take that, that young folks are really dear to my heart. And, and I think of this kid that went and did what he did, uh, shut up the school. Um, what interactions was he having for years? Uh, what interactions yeah. did he have the day before? What interactions um, 
you know, I understand he had some stuff going on with his mom. Um, what if somebody would have approached him? And, and in spite of, I understand he was very harsh and things like that. But just said, you know, man, this is what's going on. How are you? What's going on? Now, I'm not saying that would have fixed it, right? Um, I don't know, because there's certain folks that just, um, you know, have certain mental things that they have to just do, right? But it doesn't hurt anyone to try to be kind and try to figure out no, and try no. to uh, uh, offer, you know, the support, whatever that looks like. And so, um, you know, working with youth, I did for many years. They're hungry, man. They're hungry for faith. They're hungry for hope and they're hungry for love. Um, and if they don't get it, they're going to try to go find it on their own and then give it its own definition. And yeah. So, and so yeah. we have to be. We have to pay careful. attention and not wait for someone to ask. We need to step in when we yeah. sense something's not right. We need to be the ones that step up and go, something's not right here. I'm going to reach out. Yeah. I'm not going to wait for them to reach out for me. And I think if we do that in general, yeah. we can't help but have a better uh, better yeah. world around us. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. And I agree with that 100% for sure, right? So I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you being on the show today. I know we're at time, but I uh, definitely uh, always enjoy our conversations. I really am looking forward to your podcast coming out here. I'll brush up on my Spanish or I'll just hit translator. It'll make <laughs> I'll, I'll translate for you. This is brought to you me? by Popeyes, by the way, folks. Popeyes. Popeyes. I've changed my view, though. I really like the other one, the Chick-fil-A <laughs> guy. See how easy yeah, that was? That was they're, they're a more Christian company than Popeyes. <laughs> Come on, man. It's food. <laughs> tastes good. <laughs> it all tastes good, right? Yeah, man. If it's good, it's good. So, But now, thank you. Right. Thank you. Thanks, LTD. Good talking well. with you. Appreciate appreciate our time. Had, had a good time, some good laughs. Yes. But, you know, the one takeaway that I have from it is a couple, and that's just uh, show grace, man. Show grace to yourself yeah. and others because right now we're in a – I can't remember in my lifetime ever being mm -hmm. in a world that needed grace more than we do right yeah. now. And uh, that's yeah, all I got, man. So I, uh, I appreciate sure. you. I look forward to seeing everybody back here next Wednesday in the breakthrough zone until then everybody go out and have a great week. Bye for now. One last thing. One last thing. If you guys are going to cancel anyone or anything out there, cancel your negative thoughts immediately. There you go. Cancel. Thank you. That's a cancel culture right there. Cancel your negative thinking, your judgment, your assumptions, and the world will be a better place. See everybody back here next week at the Breakthrough Zone. Take care, guys. Bye for now. Bye-bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's show. To learn more about John, visit johnpageburton.com. See you next time in the Breakthrough Zone. This podcast is a Live the Dream Media production.